0: Miss Nisi. Hi, girl. How are you? Did you start school? What grade? First grade? Awesome. Amen. Praise the Lord. How many are ready to receive the word this morning? Well, you better sh- uh, signal your face and get excited and be smiling because we're going to be talking about some stuff and if it causes you to shout and it causes you to to laugh and it causes you to run do not find it a strange thing all right I'm glad you some people are God wants us to get excited about living for him amen glory to God Well, go with me in your Bibles to James chapter 1 now, as you're turning there, let's pray. Father, we just commit the rest of our time to you. We look to you for your guidance, Spirit of God. I thank you for the anointing upon my life to preach and teach the word. I thank you for the anointing upon these people to receive the word. We believe, Father God, that we're, the word of God shall be opened to us, that the revelation light of the word shall dawn upon our hearts. And Father, by your grace, we will be sure not just to be hearers of the word of God, but, be, but to be doers thereof. And we thank you because we're doers, we shall be blessed in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. James chapter 1, beginning in verse 22. We've been on this subject now, living the blessed life for, this is the ninth part of this series. And God willing, next week we're starting a new, going a different direction. And um, can I just tell off on this a little bit, what we're going to be preaching on? You want me? You, okay, never mind. We'll just go on with this then. Thank you for the two. Thank you. Thank you for letting me go right on. Anyway, I was out mowing and I was listening to the Word of God, and, and uh, it was something else. I was listening to a message about heaven is real. And as I'm listening to this message about heaven being real, it was God showing me the direction that He wanted me to preach in here. And we're not going to be talking about heaven. But we're going to be talking about something else that I believe God wants us to get the revelation of. You want to know what it is? Yeah, you need to come next week. Amen. (laughs) There was your trailer, short little trailer. And now you got to come see what it's going to be about. But you don't want to miss it. It's going to be good. Amen. Anyway, uh, uh, verse one. I mean, excuse me, verse 22 says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving yourselves. Again, can we do the very thing the devil wants to do to us, to ourselves? Isn't that crazy? I don't think most Christians comprehend and understand that. That you are doing the very thing the devil wants to do to you by not being a doer of the word. That's crazy. I mean, because there's probably nobody, if you went up to them today and say, do you want to be deceived by the devil? That they say, sure. That's not going to happen, is it? Nobody wants to be deceived of the enemy. Are you hearing me? And yet we are deceiving ourselves if we're not being a doer of the word. Verse 25 says, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty, speaking of the word of God, and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Is there something that sets apart one Christian from another, if one of the Christians is a doer and the other is not, what's going to be the difference between the two? One shall be blessed and one shall not be. Is that God's fault? You know, I find it funny that people sometimes believe that when you start to talk along these lines, that it's somehow there's something wrong with it, that God wants us blessed. Yet I find it throughout the Bible That God wants us blessed. It's throughout the Bible that God wants us blessed. In fact, think about it. If God didn't want us blessed, guess what? What what would God have had to do in order for us not to be blessed? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But what did God do? God gave his very best, Jesus Christ... To die on the cross for you and me and when we receive him into our hearts, we become children of God. We become children of the most high God. He becomes our heavenly daddy. And then we sit there and wonder, will he take care of us? You know, probably the biggest insult a person could give to me is that you don't take care of your children. That you don't provide for your children. Isn't that true? Yet how many Christians sit there and say, God doesn't care about that. God doesn't care about that. God doesn't care about that. You know, God doesn't doesn't want you blessed. What a bunch of gobbledygook. I like that word. Write that down for me. Gobbledygook. (laughs) But it's the truth, isn't it? I mean, God has given us the means to live the blessed life. He's given us the the avenue to live the blessed life. I mean, again, He's given us this. The B-I-B-L-E. The Bible. We get this Bible in our hearts by studying it, by meditating it. As the Bible says right here, continuing in it. As we are doing that, and it becomes real to us, and we step out and do it. For God not to bless us would make God a liar. Did you hear that? How many believe that God's a liar? It's impossible for God to lie. For those of you who might be wondering, God cannot, it's impossible for God to lie. Everybody say it's impossible for God to lie. So if God said right here, if I do the word, I'm going to be blessed, what should I expect when I do the word? I know this is kind of like a dumb moment. One plus one equals two. I know it's very simple, but yet how many Christians have twisted this and made it so so hard to understand and comprehend when God has simply said, do the word and you'll be blessed. One minister I know of said this, that the Lord spoke this to him. There's a misconception in your circle. That's speaking of those who call themselves faith people, word of God people. Many believe If you get into the word enough, it will solve all your problems and straighten out your life. Remember, this is the Lord speaking to him. The Lord said, wrong. It's only the doer of the word that gets results. Oh, my, my, my. Friends, the only word that's going to work in your life is the word that you do. If you didn't get anything else today, make sure you get that. The word that's going to work in your life is the word that you do. Amen. And when a person is a doer of the word, what's the end result? Blessed. Everybody say blessed. Glory to God. They end up getting results. Now, we looked at this. We've been looking at this the last uh, few times. Another way of saying being a doer of the word is to walk in the light of what you know. Psalm 119, I believe I have, it says this, The entrance of your words gives light. And once the Lord brings light to our hearts and we're able to see it, what does God now expect us to do? To do the word. The revelation comes to us. The light dawns on our hearts. It's just, again, I can go back to that illustration I used the two people in the, light, in the dark, dark cave. And they cannot see. And they're there they're by themselves. And they're like, oh, what are we going to do? And all of a sudden they see the light. A light comes on way up ahead. Does God expect them just to stand there? Yay! <laughs> hey, I see the word. I, ow! I see what the Word says. I'm getting the revelation of what the Word says. But they just sit there. They don't go toward the light. They don't act on the revelation that has come to them. Are they going to walk in freedom? Are they going to get free? No. You're called to do the Word. You're called to walk in the light. Amen. Father, I thank you right now in Jesus' name for my fingers that I just smashed against my pulpit. And for all those who laughed at me, Lord. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Turn with me now to Psalm 89. A few weeks ago, I asked this question. When the light comes to us, what should be our reaction? What should be our reaction when light comes to you and me? Oh, I'm telling you right now, it should be one of joy and excitement. Oh, glory to God. Psalm 89 verse 15 says this. Blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. They walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. The New Living Translation says, happy are those who hear the joyful call to worship, for they walk in the light of your presence, Lord. Is there a connection between walking in the light and the joyful sound, the happy sound? Can I ask you a question? What is the happy sound? This is not a trick question. When a person is happy, what does that person usually do? You can tell somebody's happy if they're laughing. Isn't that true? Ha, ha, ha. When you're in the presence of the Lord, doesn't it say right here that, that when we're walking in the light of his presence, we're going to have that, that joyful sound happening? Ha, ha, ha. Oh, <laughs> Anyway, glory to God. Should there be a sound of laughter as we walk in the presence of our Lord? Oh, I'm telling you, (laughs) glory to God. We should be the happiest people on the planet. Our God is real. And when you're walking in his presence, as you're walking in the light, there should be something coming out of you, and it's called laughter. Because you are so happy. You are so joyful. Amen. Oh, man, some of you need to, to let your faces know a little bit. Some of you are, like, smiling. Some of you are, like, looking at me and saying, what is up with that big dude? Look at uh, Proverbs 13, 9. The light of the righteous rejoices. The light of the righteous rejoices. The New Living says the the life of the godly is full of light and joy. How many godly people are in here this morning? How many many of you godly people are full of joy? (laughs) ha. Glory to God. Proverbs 15.30 says it this way. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart. And a good report. How many know that a good report is a joyful sound? Hello. Makes the bones healthy. That word healthy there literally means fat. When you hear a good report, it makes your bones fat. It makes your bones healthy. Now I re- realize we don't want everything to be fat, do we? We understand that, but how many other some things that we want to have fat, like our checking account, like our savings account? Come on, now, our wallets. We want our wallets to be fat. Glory to God. Woo, praise the Lord. So when the light comes in through our eyes, what's going to happen? It rejoices the heart. It's, I, wish, I wish you guys could see some, y'all's faces. It's so funny. It's just making me want to laugh. I think I might just laugh anyway. Ha, ha, ha. Woo! Listen. The, the light and joy are connected. Light and joy are connected. Did you hear that? When the light comes into one's spirit, the, the immediate reaction should be joy glory to god Woo! you know if you walked with god for any length of time and he's revealed something to your heart you know this is true i said you know this is true when the holy spirit illuminates our hearts to the truth of god's word it causes us to get excited glory to god i see that lord i see that lord oh i oh glory to god hallelujah oh glory hallelujah i mean have you ever asked the lord about something i i I don't understand that god i don't understand what i'm reading right now in your word i i don't i'm not comprehending this lord show it to me reveal it to me but it, it doesn't come right away you don't get that revelation right away but 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 Then someday, one of the Sundays you're here in church, and and, and the Spirit of God leads me to go a different direction to say something. I call it a rabbit trail. I get off on this rabbit trail, and when I get off on that rabbit trail, I'm speaking directly to you. God is answering that question that you have. Revelation is coming to you. Illumination is coming to you. And you start to go... Woo! That, that's it. That's that's my answer. Thank you, Lord. And you want to you want to shout, or if you're like Ron, you want to cry some more. Woo! I tell you, I tell you, that's I mean, those are those are tears of joy. Those aren't tears of sadness. Oh, glory to God! I I can remember. Listen, I remember times when God spoke things to me, revealed things to me to this day that happened years ago. It makes me so happy. Am I the only one that got excited that that when God became real? When God became real? It was no longer mama and daddy's God. It was my God. It was no longer their Jesus. It was my Jesus. It's real to me. Nobody can take this away from me. Nobody can try to take this away. It don't matter. I don't care what you say. You can tell me that Jesus isn't real. You can tell me that God's not real. I'm going to look at you and say, ha, ha, ha. I don't believe that. I know my God is real. I know my Jesus is real. And I'm going to get excited about it. I'm going to be happy about it. I am full of Jesus. I am full of joy. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Woo. I know for you first timers in here, you might be looking at me saying, boy, that pastor is getting a little too excited for me. Listen. Stop and think about what he's done for you and me. I know where I was going. I was headed to hell in a handbasket. There was no getting around it, friends. I was a sorry rascal. But then Jesus. I said, then Jesus. He came running to my life. He scooped me up in his arms. He began a mighty work in me. And glory to God, here I is today preaching the word of God. Don't you tell me he's not real. Then you don't know what he's done for me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I have a lot to laugh about. (laughs) Glory to God. Excited about football. It's football season. Hallelujah. Casey, I think it's the only one more excited about football season than I am. (laughs) That was a joke for those who don't know. Casey is not a football follower. But I love football. And it's football season. I get happy. But not as happy as I am living for Jesus. So when the light comes, when revelation comes to you and me, one of the ways you're going to know that a person has got revelation is they get excited they get excited about the word of god you can tell listen as a minister i've been in the ministry now for over 25 years i've been in the ministry over 25 years and i'm telling you i can tell a person that has gotten the revelation or a person that's just mental ascension if you're a person that's just mental ascension where it's just, oh, they know what the Bible, they can quote you the Bible, but it's not real to them. And they go around in the mulligrops, and they're all despondent and beaten down, and, 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 and just, it's ridiculous. And, and, and people will come to me and say, Pastor Dan, I'm going through this thing, I'm going through that thing. And I'll say, glory to God, well, here's what the Bible says. Do what the Bible says right here. And they'll look at me and they'll say, I know that. I already know that. Thank you. He said it, not me. It's the truth. It's so sad. You've got people that that don't get the revelation and understanding of what God is really saying in his word. Because if you got the revelation, I mean, when someone says something to you, a minister says something to you, speaks a word to you. You have a question and he speaks a word to you, gives you what the Bible says. And all of a sudden you go, glory to God, I see that. I get that. And you start to apply it to your life. You start to walk in the light of it. You start to do it. And then things start to change in your life. I'm going to tell you a little secret here. When that happens, you get even more excited. Oh, the word works. The word works. The word works. And that's why what happens is you get even hungrier for it. God, I want more. I want more. I want more. And what happens? God always fills those who are hungry up. He always fills those who are hungry and as you hunger for him as he he'll give you more and more and more and as you keep hearing and receiving it and the light comes and you step out and do it it's even more excited you just keep going god this is so good i get yeah and all of a sudden he goes wait you think that's good here let me show you some more and you go ah shouldn't that be the way it is I want people to look at me and say, that boy is one strange fellow. I am. I am a peculiar person. That's what the Bible says. I am a peculiar person. You want to know who I am? I'm a child of God. I guarantee you when we get to heaven, let me just tell you a little secret. When you get to heaven, you're not going to sit around. "Um, My Lord. Kumbaya, oh Lord, you know the things I've been through, Kumbaya, you're not going to be, when you get there, I tell you what, you're going to be shouting, you're going to be rejoicing, people are going to be going, you're going to see people up in heaven, they're not going to have any more, you're not going to have any more aches and pains, you're going, huh? Oh, amen, thank you my wife she agrees with me praise the lord (laughs) hallelujah listen we have a lot to get excited about when the revelation comes we should get excited we should be happy you know we should be calling people big dave when he walked in here today was he happy i got a testimony to share with you it's really cool i got some put I got two $20 bills on my, in, my, in my truck, sitting in my truck, just laying there. He was happy. When God does things like that for you, you should get excited. Again, i just use this illustration. When I'm at Canaan land and I'm walking with Matt Gober, I'm so excited for the things of God. I'm so excited God's becoming real to me. I looked at him and, and said, I want to climb the highest mountain and shout, Jesus is real. This is real to get excited now i want to look at two accounts in the bible you with me can i share two accounts in the bible these two accounts are two individuals who responded differently to the light that came to them go with me first of all let me find out where i'm at go with me to mark chapter 10 when the light comes what does god expect us to do to do it to walk in it to walk in the light amen mark chapter 10 beginning in verse 17 now as he was going out on the road one came running knelt before him and asked him good teacher what shall i do that i may inherit eternal life now does it sound like this rich young ruler has any light up to this point obviously he does because he he not only addresses Jesus as the good teacher, but he also uh, uh, posed the question that he asked. How can I inherit eternal life? I mean, you're not going to go up to anybody, any Joe Blow sinner on the road and say, jump, to, drop down to there uh, on your knees before him and say, how do I inherit salvation? He had gotten the revelation of who Jesus was. Are you hearing what I'm saying right now? He's, I mean, he's excited. He came running and knelt down before him, right? he's excited i mean if you're not excited about meeting somebody how many know that sometimes you'll drag your feet to go up and eventually have to meet them are you with me oh i know from whence i speak but i won't share the illustrations that i can anyway now i got your minds working really big time anyway i believe that he runs to jesus Is because of the light he already had in his heart to who Jesus was. And because he fully believed Jesus was going to be able to tell him how he could inherit eternal life. So verse 18. Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one that is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. So based upon what he says right here, is this rich young ruler, has he been a doer of the word? Oh yeah, yes he has. Notice Jesus doesn't rebuke him for lying, does he? In fact, the word of God says this. Why is this young rich ruler rich? Because the Bible says this. uh, uh, In Deuteronomy chapter 28. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you to today, that the Lord will set you high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, blessed shall you be in the field, and on and on and on it goes. He's blessed because he's been obedient. Because he's obeyed the commands of the Lord. So at this point, this rich young ruler, he's still excited. I mean, he's probably thinking, glory to God, I've done all that. I must be pretty close. And he was right. But notice verse 21. Then Jesus looking at him, loved him. Loved him. And said to him, one thing you lack. Go your way. Sell whatever you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. What is Jesus doing right here? Jesus is calling this rich young ruler into the ministry. He's calling him to follow him, to follow Jesus. I mean, isn't that how he basically called the rest of his disciples? Come, follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. Should this have made the rich young ruler all the more excited? What should have been his response? Whatever you say, Lord, I'm going to do it. Whatever you say, Lord, I'll do it. And do you know how much fun he would have had doing what the Lord just told him to do? Sell everything he has and go out and bless people. Just to go. Could you see, you know, just think about it. this guy. I mean, obviously he was rich. So he probably had, you know, if he would have sold everything, he probably had a buku of money. And then to go up to people and say, Hey. There's $500. Whoa, there's $1,000. Oh, I like you, boy. I'm going to give you $5,000. And he just started giving it away. Don't you think that would have been exciting? You're so blessed, you got to give it away. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. But is that what he did? Mm. Look at verse 22. But he was sad at this word. And went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Friends, he came glad, he left sad. He went away sorrowful. Should he have left that way? Should he have left sad and full of sorrow? No. Why was he so sad and sorrowful? According to this verse, because he had great possessions. In other words, because he had so much wealth, and the Lord asked him to give it away. It made him sorrowful. But is that a good reason to get like that? No, my friends. What really happened here? Jesus recognized what was hindering this rich young ruler from going on to the fullness of the things of God. In other words, he recognized that this rich young ruler had become money minded, his focus was on his riches. He was caught up in mammon, the love of riches. Now, I know a lot of people like to say, see, this proves that God doesn't want us blessed, that God doesn't want us rich. How does that prove it? In fact, if anything, this really proves that God does want us blessed because this young ruler got blessed because he was doing the word. And think about that. For a person to say that God doesn't want us blessed, again, doesn't that mean that if we go out and do the word and God doesn't bless us, doesn't that make him a liar? Isn't that true? Well, you God, 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 doesn't think he, God doesn't think you can handle it. Listen to me. If you do the word, God honors his word. Do you know that the promises of God are yes and amen to those who believe? yes and amen yes and so be it to those who believe so if you're doing the word god will always honor his word he'll look over his word to perform it in your life amen he wants us blessed he wants us blessed but he doesn't want those things having us he wants us to be rich but he wants us to be rich with his our focus still on him we are tithers, we are givers, we're looking around as to who can we bless. If this rich young ruler had done what Jesus had said, what would have happened as a result? He would have been even more rich. Because what would he have been doing? He would have been sowing into the lives of people. And the Bible says whatsoever a man sows, that's what he's going to reap. Jesus was trying to get this guy's mind off of the things that were co- trying to consume him now. His mind had gotten off of of serving the Lord and now on serving the money. The money had a hold of him. God doesn't mind us having money. He doesn't want money having us. Get a hold of that, guys. That is the absolute truth of the matter. That's why, again, and you let me just say this for free. You can find out where you're at if you have problems giving to God. I turn around so nobody thinks I'm talking about them. (laughs) It's the truth. I said this to you recently, and it's the truth. We're going to have an opportunity to give some money here in a a, a short season to this church, and I'm so looking forward to it. I look forward to tithing. I look forward to sowing. I look forward to blessing people. It blesses me to be a blessing. But God does not want us having things control our lives. And that's all Jesus was trying to do here. Jesus was trying to get this young man to let go of the possessions that had a hold of him. Amen. And so he left away sad. He left away sorrowful. My, my, my. And it's important to understand. The will of the Lord, is this the will the Lord's will for everybody who he calls into the ministry? Does he call people into the ministry and say, I want you to give everything you have away right now and follow me? Of course he wants us to follow him. That's a given. He didn't do it for Joan and me, Pastor Joan and me. He did not. He didn't do it for us. It's going to be different for everybody. But again, the reason he did it for this person, the reason he said it it to this person is again because his riches had him. And it's so important that you grasp that. But, it, but the question is, did he do what the Lord told him to do? Did he walk in the light of what he was told to do? Now, go to go to another one. You've got a few minutes, just a couple more minutes. Luke chapter 19, this is the story of Zacchaeus. How many know about the story of Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He grew up in a sycamore tree. <laughs> I knew at least some of the words. There you go. Verse one says, "Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now, behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector and he was rich." Verse three, and he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd. Could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead, climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. Now, does it sound like Zacchaeus was excited? Oh, he's excited to see Jesus, isn't he? He's climbing up the sycamore tree. And, and, And so, again, do you think he's got the revelation of who Jesus is? He's got the revelation of who Jesus is. He's excited. Hallelujah. So he climbs up. He goes, his, his attitude is, I'm, I'm going to see Jesus. I mean, I'm, and I'm trying to get you to, uh, uh, I'm trying to, who could I call out? Come here, my wife. I know she's a female, but just think of her being a Zacchaeus right now. See how short she is? Come here, a little, little short little thing. <laughs> yeah, <so> short, right? <laughs> no, she's so cute. Okay, so, so here's, here's, here's Zach, and, and, and Zach all of a sudden, he, 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 he hears Jesus is coming. And he's getting excited. I want, to see, I, want, I want to see Jesus. And he's looking around and there's crowds. I mean, you think of it going down the street. And there's crowds of people on either side. And Zacchaeus is going like this. Go ahead. Do it, Zacchaeus. Go ahead. You're trying to see I can't see him. can't see him. But then all of a sudden you look up ahead. And what do you see? Jesus. Oh, a tree. You blew the story. You weren't following along. There's a, there's a sycamore tree. I'm going to go. Now, climb up the sycamore tree. There you go. Boom. Uh, Jesus is over here, Zach. (laughs) So he's excited, right? He's excited. Now, notice what happens next. And when Jesus, you can sit down, Zach. (laughs) And when, verse 5, and when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him. So Jesus is walking along and he stops, he looks up in the sycamore tree. and He looks up at Zach, sitting sit, sit up there in that tree. And Jesus says to him, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down, for today I must stay at your house. What do you think Zach's doing now? Look, he's probably looking around him. He's up in the tree by himself. Who, who's he talking to? You, you're talking to me? Are you to, you're talking to me? And so notice what happens. So he made haste and received him joyfully. He's a happy camper. Joyfully. Have you ever been full of joy before? What do you think is happening? You think Zach might be a little like, Lord God. Jesus is coming to my house. He's, (laughs) Jesus is coming to my, Jesus is coming to my house. He's excited. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now, notice what happens in verse 8. Oh, thank you, Lord. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Lord, look, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, "Uh, No, I want you to give 100%. Is that what Jesus said to him? He says, Jesus said to him, today, today, salvation has come to this house because he also is the son of Abraham. For the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Now, why didn't Jesus tell Zach to sell everything like he did with the rich young ruler? Because he saw his heart. He saw how Zach responded to him. And, and notice, Zach didn't go away sad, did he? I said he didn't go away sad, did he? How many think he shouted the rest of that day? Probably the next week, probably the next month. He probably was telling people for the next several months about what happened with him and to him. The very, and, 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 and notice, why did he get excited? Because salvation came to his house. The very thing the rich young ruler had come for, Zacchaeus got instead. Why? What was the difference between the two? The rich young ruler left sad and full of sorrow because he didn't walk in the light he received from the Lord. Did you hear that? He didn't do what the Lord told him to do, but Zacchaeus did. Zacchaeus did. And he ended up blessed with salvation coming to his household. Think about it. Even though the rich young ruler obtains his riches the right way by obeying the commandments of the Lord. And Zacchaeus got his the wrong way by cheating and lying. It was Zacchaeus who ended up full of joy with salvation in his house. And all because he did what the Lord told him to do. He walked in the light, of the, 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 the light of what Jesus told him to do. Are you starting to see something here? It's called walking in the light of what you know. It's called being a doer of the word. We're called, when you, glory to God, when the revelation comes, you should be excited about it. When the, when the light dawns on your heart, you should get excited about it. But don't stop there. Do it. Be a doer. Be a doer. Whatever comes to you by the Lord, by the Spirit of the living God, whatever dawns on your heart, yeah, get excited about it. You should get excited about it. But then, praise God, you should say, God, how do I apply this to my life now? How do I step out and do this, Lord? I'm going to walk in the light of what you've shown me in my heart. And then as you do the word, you shall be blessed. Blessed. Blessed, blessed. Friends, God wants us to live the blessed life. I said God wants us to live the blessed life. Every single one of you is called to be blessed if you're a child of God. But in order for that to hold true, you have got to be someone who is in the word of God continuously. You have got to be one who when the light comes, get excited about it. Get ex- I mean, a person when the revelation comes, man, you, sh- you should be looking around to somebody. I, my wife comes to me all the time. She gets up early early in the morning. I don't get up as early as she does. She'll come into me. I've just, uh, you know, gotten up, just brushed my teeth, put water in my eyes. She's, oh, 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 look, 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 look what the Lord showed me. Oh, 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 look, 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 look. look what the Lord. I'm like, oh, girl, oh, peace to you. And it's, but, but the thing about it is what's happened? The the light has come. She's excited about it. She's full of joy about it. She's all happy about it. And now I know by God's grace, she's going to do it. She's going to walk in the light of what she knows. And I know my wife shall be blessed. Blessed beyond measure. God wants it for you and you and you and you and you and you every one of you in this room. If you belong to him, God wants you blessed. I said God wants you blessed. I mean, come on, God wants you blessed. You gotta be a doer. Everybody say, I'm a doer. I'm a doer. Say it again, I'm a, I'm a doer. I'm a doer of the word of God. And because I'm a doer, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Ha ha ha. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> Woo! Did, did you get something out of that? Woo! <laughs> 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 I tell you what, it's sometimes it's amazing the stories that are in the Bible, if we'll just take the time and read them. About the rich young ruler and Zacchaeus, how they're really how closely they're tied together. And, and, and yet the two of them came from different circumstances. But yet how one did not walk in the light while the other did. And how God, salvation came to his house. Whew. Praise God. Oh, my, 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 my. I I, I I sense in my heart, there's people in this room, you so desire to get beyond where you're at. I'm talking financially right now. You don't like it where you're at financially. And, 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 and you have struggled, and you're wondering, God, I want to be blessed. I want to be blessed. I don't want to stay where I'm at. I want to go up higher. I want to have more coming into my family and me. I want to be a greater blessing to the body of Christ, to the kingdom of God in the earth today. I want to be a greater blessing to my church. And, you, and, and there, this could be a thought pattern that's been with you for a, for a, a while now. And, you, and you're a tither, and you're a giver, and you've been wondering, God, when, 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 when? You've got to understand something here. First of all, payday with God always comes. Always comes, but it doesn't come every Friday. It comes, but it doesn't always happen as quickly as we think it should. But there's also this. If you are a doer of the word in the area of your finances, but you're not a doer in other areas of your life, what God has spoken to you to do, who's hindering it from coming to pass in your life? Is it God or is it you? The bottom line is this. If you want to see your life going up higher, receiving more of the blessings of the Lord, you've got to be a doer of the word in all areas. Boy, I, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm saying it by the spirit of the living God. And I want you to know I'm saying this just as much to myself as I'm saying it to you right now. Like the old saying, go, oh, I'm pointing one finger at you. Three fingers are pointing back at me. It's the truth. I am. I am determined to go up higher. I am determined to be a greater blessing to the body of Christ. I love to give. I, I honest. I love it. I take great joy in blessing people. Hallelujah. And, and I might add this. It's fun, too, when, when you get blessed. When, when a surprising blessing comes your way. Oh, it, it, it whoo! hallelujah. But see, I always look at it as, as one thing. When, 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 when the blessing comes to me, I'm thinking, okay, God, now I got more seed. Now I have an opportunity to sow even more. To give even more. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And so, listen. I'm saying this by the spirit of the living God. If you find yourself like this, refuse, refuse with everything that's in you to become frustrated. Frustration is not faith. When you're in faith, you get full of joy and peace. Because you know God's coming through for you. You know, Jerry Savelle made this statement years ago. He said, my middle name is... Uh, uh, I was trying to say it how he says it. He goes, when, when you've known all to do, stand. to stand. And he said, that's his middle name. But the Lord said, that's my middle name. I'm Jerry. When I've known all to do, I stand Savelle. And that's the thing about it. you got to just say, God, I know your word is true. I know your word is true. And I know I've stepped out in obedience to it. If there's other areas where I've fallen short... But there's other things that i failed to do. Reveal that to me. And I'm going to do it, God. Because I desire to be blessed beyond measure. I want to see it coming in so I can see it going out. In greater ways. In greater dimensions. See how I'm saying that? Please get a hold of that. Catch that in your spirit. Grab on to this. Do not... Yes, Lord, I see that. There have become... There are many people that have become frustrated with the things of God in the faith life because they have not seen the results that they thought they would have by now. They become frustrated. They become angry. They throw in the towel. They give up. This stuff doesn't work. I have heard of preachers who have turned away from serving the Lord because of these things. I have heard of congregations that have gotten smaller and smaller because of these things. But I'm going to say this to you with everything that's in me. Do not let that be said of you. If you get the revelation, if the light has come. Then you need to stick with it no matter what. Don't let the devil come along and tell you it isn't working for you. It works for them because he's in the he's a preacher. It doesn't work for you. The Bible is true for all of us. God is no respecter of persons. He did it for one. He'll do it for the next. Otherwise, he's a liar and he's not a liar. But you still have to do it. You have to do it. You have to do it. Amen. I want everybody in here blessed. I want everybody in here walking whole and healthy. I want everybody in here rich. Oh, yes, I, say, I use that word rich. I want everybody in here so blessed that you just can't wait. To lo- you're looking for somebody to bless. You're looking for somebody to give a car to, to sow a house in Come on. Can that happen? Oh, my goodness gracious. God wants to do these kinds of things through us today. It's up to us to get a hold of this and say, God, I'm going to keep on keeping on. I don't give a rip how long it takes because I know this, your word is the truth. I will not be moved from it. I'm going to keep standing on it. And I know that you're faithful, that you're looking over it to make sure it comes to pass in my life. I expect to see the manifestation here in in this land of the living. Here in this natural realm. Amen. Don't back off. Don't give up. Don't quit. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the victorious one. We're in Christ. We're the victorious ones. As long as we don't quit. Keep on keeping on, friends. God wants you living the blessed life, every single one of you. Remind yourself of this. It's okay to laugh. In fact, it's really good to laugh. We, we've been watching some shows now, and we will we'll, Andy Andy, what is it called? Andy Mayberry. Andy Griffith show. Little, what's his Little, little Opie and stuff. And with, the best one is Don Knotts. Oh, my goodness. Been watching that and just laughing and laughing. It's okay to laugh. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Could it be that you need to start laughing more? Amen. When you go out in this world... When you're going to Walmart or Target or Costco or wherever. If you're going to school, if you're going to work. Don't go with a big old frown on your face. Go with a big smile on your face. It's Monday! Woo! Instead of TGIF, thank God it's Friday. No! TGIM. Thank God it's Monday. TGIT. Thank God it's Tuesday. Thank T G I W. (laughs) Thank God it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Every day. Full of joy. Everybody say full of joy. joy. Everybody say ha ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) Glory to God. Amen. Can we get excited? Can we be happy? Can we be living the blessed life? Yes, the a doer, the a doer, the a doer of the word. Walk in the light of what you know. Amen. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for the revelation that has come. We ask you right now in Jesus' name.